8.38 now, 22 before 9. Good time to check in on money and see what's going on on Wall Street. Uh, one of my tip sheets says this is the busiest week of the summer, but it's still Monday, so Philip Statler and I get to ruminate as to what could happen this week. Philip is on the phone now from Statler Financial. How are you this morning, sir? Good morning, Dave. You're doing good. I had a great weekend, and uh, man, it's hard to believe this is going to be the busiest week of the summer, huh? That's that's interesting. That's what they say. I got 150 Standard & Poor's 500 companies. We're going to get a look at inflation. We're going to get GDP. We're going to get housing numbers, manufacturing activity, and oh yeah, a bunch of green eye shades from the Federal Reserve are going to decide whether or not they're going to kneecap us with another interest rate increase on Wednesday afternoon. You think we can handle it all? Oh, I think so. It'd be nice if those were good numbers that come out. Yeah, it would would be nice. I was looking at the calendar, the two of us were noodling it through, and all the numbers that could change the Fed's mind come out after they make their decision on Wednesday. Uh, the odds makers at the CMA group that uh, post their best bets say there's a 99.8% chance that we're going to see another quarter point increase in the interest rate starting on Wednesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Uh, I think I'd put that pretty close to slam dunk level, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking so. 99.9. That's, that's, um, hey, we're getting pretty close to uh, for sure. Yeah, I think they might as well have just leaked the fact. Uh, even with that sitting in front of us, we had another run up on Friday. It wasn't much, but one one hundredth of a percent on the Dow gives us a pretty good run. I mean, the blue chips had at least a positive day, not by very darn much, but we had another up day on the blue chips on Friday. That's good news. We'll take that happily. Yeah, we did, you know, and it was, like you said, it was barely, barely, barely green, but it was better than NASDAQ, which was a little red, not not too red, but down $30. $30. So, um, you know, still some, some good news there on the blue chest for sure. I'm trying to figure out why in heck the VIX actually went up, given how, you know, how slow the closing was. Then I looked at the intraday chart, and we had a lot of excitement go on during the day on Friday. We had, the Dow was just looking like a sawtooth all darn day. It was up pretty heavily, and then all of a sudden settled back down to, you know, like we said, $2.51 up. But it was kind of an active day. There was a lot going on with a lot of people trying to test the market and figure out uh, where the money was going to be made, didn't it? Well, I think one of the things that I saw, and I didn't get a chance to read it as a headline, that um, Friday was a day of some options trading um, on the on the you know the the S and P five hundred was making some changes, and so there was some options trading going on somewhere in there um, that could have had some uh, implications on the markets on Friday. That may have made some sense because the biggest change on any of the indexes that I've got was the VIX was up 4.9%. I mean, it's still 14.27, which is historically pretty low. But I looked at the intraday chart and I said, what the Sam Hill was going on? Because it was really, it was kind of a quiet news day as well. There wasn't anything really earth-shaking going on that should have moved the market up and down like 200 points in a swath like it was uh, on Friday. Well, that's true. That's true. So let's see, uh, you know, the first couple of days this week, I mean, yeah, we got some earnings coming out, not much today, but uh, we do have some earnings coming out the first part of this week. Well, actually all week, but the economic numbers, I mean, they're kind of, you know, skewed towards Thursday, other than obviously the Fed meeting and, and a couple other little ones that are coming out. But 
Um, Thursday is going to be a big day, though, when we talk about GDP. Yep, we're going to let's see. It's going to be the second look. No, the first look at the second quarter gross domestic product this time. So, and we had a marginal increase last time that was a little bit bigger than they expected on the first quarter. This one, uh, is there any expectation? I haven't heard there, anything. There Are we is. looking at another two percent? No, they're actually expecting it. The expectation is for it to go down. Um, oh. The expectation that I have is one point seven percent down. Yeah. We don't, we not, don't not down, another... down, but less, less than the 2%, oh, up 1.7. Okay, okay. Sorry, didn't I was going to say, right. if we were actually expecting a negative number, that would that'd no, be no, no, one no. of those things. We'd pick another fight with Joe Biden as to whether or not we're having a recession or not, right? No, no. It's a positive number, just less than expected. Ah, gotcha. Tomorrow is going to be a big one on the tech stocks. I mean, we've got Microsoft, Google, Meta, the Facebook people. I mean, this is going to be an interesting week in the early part of the week from your half of it watching the individual issues because tech has been on such a roll of late. I mean, they flattened out on Friday, but the biggest single index growth that's happened year to date has been on the NASDAQ exchange. And that could be kind of interesting to see whether or not those boys are capable of keeping the profits up because there's some conservative outlook expected out of some of them. Yeah, there really is. I mean, I'm looking right now at the... Uh the NASDAQ 100, um, and it's up, the, the top 100 is up year-to-date 41%. Yeah, it, it's been it's been a skyrocket so far this year because it was the index that went into a recession for a recession. I'm sorry, correction. Bear market. Bear got, market. How's yeah, that? Yeah, they got... Yeah, they got all the way down into bear market territory for a while, so they recovered more than the other indexes do. But it's all, most of it anyway, has been based upon the excitement over artificial intelligence. And that's been getting kind of hammered over the last few weeks in Washington. So I think some of the excitement has gone off of the, you know, the bloom is coming off of that rose a little bit as far as the trendiness. And it, and it could. I mean, there's, you know, there's some fear around the whole AI thing. And, uh, and it's it's a worldwide deal, and so I think some countries are starting to try to figure out how they can regulate AI, and I'm sure we're one of them trying to figure out what it means and and how it could affect uh, our life as we know it right now. I'm from the government, and I'm here to help you. Just what we need, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Other tidbits floating around this morning. The uh, entertainment stocks should be real happy this morning because we had a uh, we had something like a 15 year record as far as box office take between uh, Barbie and the uh, what was the other one? Um, the nuclear Mission Impossible guy. or the Sound of Freedom? No, no, the nuclear guy. Mission Impossible has pretty Mission well Impossible. died. It would yeah. The the other one was the nuclear fellow, but those two movies set like a 20-year record as far as box office takes. So that ought to make the theater stocks and the entertainment stocks a little bit happier this morning at the very least. Quiet day as far as actual activity is concerned because it's Monday, but I understand we do have one household name that reported, Domino's Pizza. How are they doing? Yeah, big household name, right? They uh, they had a mixed quarter, Dave. They, they beat by about $0.03 cents a share, came in at $3.08. However, they missed on revenue by a little bit, um, and that was putting some pressure on them early this morning. Now it's flipped around because they were down 4% initially. Uh, they're up 1.3% right now, um, so there must be something in between the lines that uh, made people kind of turn around on that one. 
um, they're, going they're, forward. They're kind of the they're kind of the dinosaur of the delivery pizza business, and the fact that they've held up at all is always something. Because that's a high casualty rate line of work to be in. Well, it is, but you know what? One thing about Domino's is if they've been pretty effective about keeping their menu updated and and offering some new things. So I, I think that probably helps them. Um, above some of the other delivery services. Understood. Resetting the table, it was a very quiet day at the close on Wall Street, but as we mentioned earlier, there were a lot of wild swings during the day. Uh, the blue chips were slightly up. The uh, adventurous, more growth-oriented stocks slightly down on Friday. 45 minutes before we open this morning, what are we looking at? Yeah, before I tell you, I want to just mention one thing. Yeah, folks that order a lot of stuff from Amazon, it may be slow getting here because UPS, the employees are expected to go on strike nationwide. Well, that's right. You mentioned that. They, I didn't know that they called the strike deadline. That they said, you know, there's roughly 340,000 employees preparing to go on strike right now. So uh, not sure what the deadline is. I haven't seen that pop up on my newsfeed, but uh because if you got stuff coming from Amazon, it might be delayed a little bit. What will our office people do without being able to gaze at those lovely brown shorts when they come by? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, other than that, we've got some green ink this morning. It's small, but it's green, Dave. We've got the a Dow 30 up $40, a little over a tenth of a percent. S&P 500 is up almost two tenths. And then NASDAQ 100 up two tenths as well. Russell 2000 is down about uh, two-tenths this morning. Hey, on the other side, we've got silver down seven-tenths, well below 25 at $24.67 an ounce. Gold's up just a tad. And then crude oil's up another dollar, Dave. I mean, another 1%, 76 cents. But it's up to $77.83, Dave. It's getting so close to 78, it's not funny. I don't like that one tiny little bit. Overseas markets, the Asian rim was kind of mixed. I mean, Japan was up considerably, but the mainland Chinese markets and the Hong Kong markets and the Taiwanese markets flat to slightly down at the close early this morning. Europe is kind of bored, for lack of a better term. We're boring this morning, so is Europe. Everything is in the red, but just by like tenths of a percent and nothing more. So kind of a quiet day in Lake Wobegon this morning worldwide. Keeping track of retirement, you know, quiet isn't all that bad. Just knowing where the quiet is in your portfolio matters a lot. How do I get a hold of you to find that quiet? Dave, that's exactly why we developed a core retirement design to help people design that retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning with a whole passel of early morning reports from companies traded on the exchanges. Philip, thank you much, and we'll see you then, all right? All right, have a great day. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. You can't. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Hope your week starts off well. Join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.